Industrial engineering deals with cutting costs, increasing savings, and making system enhancements. In the Philippines, industrial engineers have been responsible for many such improvements, like adjusting vaccination queues to accommodate more people. In this B-Side episode, Business World reporter Bronte H. Laksamana talks to Rodel E. Ciadiviso, founder of the Philippine Institute of Industrial Engineers, and Jerry A. Lim, the current president of the institute, on how this field can fix modern-day systems and develop in the age of digital transformation. First, let's start with the question, what exactly is industrial engineering? Because not everyone might have a clear idea about what it is. Okay, so in simple terms, industrial engineering, just like uh, maybe what you can say a choreographer of how you do things in your daily life, how to make it efficient. Like, for example, when you go to McDonald's, you line up, you queue, you get your product based on its specifications and very timely in a speedy manner. So there's an industrial engineering application behind that in order to make sure that you get the food hot. So if you magnify it and apply it to factories, to companies, then you would see the relevance of getting your products on a timely manner, getting your services in a more efficient way, and uh, with a lot of savings in terms of cost implications. So industrial engineering tends to blend management expertise with engineering principles, wherein we would be able to bridge the understanding of the implication of a certain improvement that needs to be done in a company like manufacturing, introducing new equipment, replacing the old one, and see the economics and productivity implication of that decision to management. Yeah, just like what uh, Audi said, I think uh, in, in, in a nutshell, it's a study of systems wherein um, you just keep on trying to improve something because the main mantra of uh, industrial engineers is that we try to do more with less. So, uh, uh, we try to produce more as much as we can with less resources. So that means less uh, expenses. So that would increase profitability and uh, it would uh, make things uh, more efficient to do things faster. So that's that's basically, I think, in a nutshell, what industrial engineers are all about. Uh, they're trying to improve certain systems to achieve a better outcome. Can each of you like share uh, one example uh of a system that you think you improved as an industrial engineer? Right now, we are in the middle of turning around manufacturing company somewhere in the south, in Mindanao, wherein they encounter a lot of problems in terms of their manufacturing activity. We analyzed the present system, the situation, and then right there and there, we can diagnose the cause of the problem. They were actually accumulating a lot of inventory. So as Jerry mentioned, those inefficiency will cost a lot of money. No? They're not moving those inventories, the products that they produce, and they put, they're accumulating it in the warehouses. So there should be a big problem no? because those inventories are actually cash, cash resources that you can convert into uh, revenue. So we were called in to identify which are those that affect the company. And we are now trying to break it down on a system basis, you know, uh, the process, and see how we can improve the system. 
So, so far, we were able to identify the culprit, the problem, wherein they accumulated so much reject. And they put this in a warehouse and they accumulated so much inventory that they cannot move out. So, upon identifying those uh, problems, we now start coming out with the uh, solution. Like, maybe we have to identify which products that we need to choose in order to make sure that those are fast-moving items that will be better serve the market. Now, rather than doing a lot of many products, but uh, uh, accumulating so much inventory, then we start questioning also how they uh, accumulate so much uh, quality issues no, in their product. So we look at their capabilities, how they identify the defects. Uh, we look at the processes uh, from one process to another, uh, whether they are doing something that uh, may compromise the product. So we are trying to attend to, to those issues no, in order to make the company efficient. So that's the work of industrial engineering in my perspective, in the work that I've been doing in the past couple of months. One of my businesses, I, I'm very much uh, involved with the franchising. Uh, I won't be naming the brand because I don't want to do any shameless plug. But just to give an example, it, it's, it's a, one of those uh, well-known casual dining uh, restaurants and uh, brands. And um, before, I, I've been talking to the, the owners of, of the brand to open up a 200 square meter restaurant. They would require at least 25 people, 25 crew, staff managers, you know, back of house meaning the kitchen. They have this term for that Kaizen, or Kaizen meaning there's got to be a better way. I mean, there's, there's the biggest room for improvement. Uh, the biggest room is improvement. So so that's the way of thinking of uh, IEs. They don't just accept it. They try to see things, how there's got to be a better way of doing things. That, that, that's what IE does. So would you say like this is actually something that would greatly benefit the economy if everyone really utilizes it properly? Yeah, because uh, to give you an example, I've been a uh, secretary, DPWH secretary, uh, secretary Babe Simpson. And uh, he told a story that uh, when he got there, so DPWH, to approve something, they needed about 27 signatures. So so when Babe Simpson, who's an IE, got there, um, that's what IE does. They trimmed the, the fat, you know, they, they tried to see who only map with in Tangalian. So from 27 signatures, I think, uh, he he made it down to six. So so you can just imagine the reduction in the people's signature, which Chempre, uh, as we all know, it's an open secret, right? I mean, you know, there's some costs associated with it, and uh, it, it got things done faster. So I guess you know, uh, it's it's all a total part of nation building and uh, increasing the output of the country. Uh, in fact, if they can only create a permanent position of IE in government. I think that would be a breakthrough. As uh, Jerry mentioned, when Secretary Babe Simpson did that, they simplified and uh, they were able to do a more speedy uh, processing of documents, that uh, higher turnover project. Imagine if we can do that in many companies to improve the efficiency of manufacturing service. Then our country will be a powerhouse. No? We'll be more competitive. If people will continue to have that mindset of continuous improvement, that they will not accept the status quo, then definitely there will be a chance you know, that uh, we can turn around and uh, fight all these inefficiencies in the system, both in manufacturing, service, and in government. Primarily because we can stabilize all the activities in a standard manner. So if there will be standardization, then I think efficiency will follow. The wastage of resources will be less. We now have a board exam, like a board exam, not really a law, 
but uh, we created our certification program that may be comparable to the government mandate, but this is more of a peer certification program okay, to our members. So it's now valued, and uh, people like San Miguel and other companies are stipulating that they wish to hire certified industrial engineers or professional industrial engineers. In the international arena, we were able to do one step further, wherein we were able to affiliate ourselves to Association of uh, Federation of Engineering Organizations. So in the ASEAN arena, we are actually acknowledged as engineers. And uh, I would say that we're still in the infancy stage of being acknowledged at that level. What do you think should be the future that industrial engineers in the Philippines can aspire for? I think we're veering away from a lot of stuff that we used to do in terms of like um, solving problems. And uh, we are now relying heavily actually on data. That's why I think, you know, um, people who are trained to analyze data and to find solutions with the data given are becoming very, very relevant. And I think the field number engineers, I think IE is the one most uh, trained in this field now to data gathering. And then from there, you set up, uh, you find solutions on how to you make intelligent decisions out of that. Of course, other engineering fields also has a role in it. But I think the IE's uh, training involves really a lot of data analyzing. They thought that if you're going to come up with a program or a process, I mean, you know, you let the computer science people do it. But I think the basic bottom line there is that the, it's the IEs who come up with this system, this flow of uh, information, and then the computer science people are the one who will just translate it into formulas or numbers uh, for, for us, for people to use. We'll just get a few examples from, from, from our last experience since the pandemic. The, the, the person who, who thought of that, that rapid pass was an IE. You know, going from one city to another where they do spot checks, that's a haba-haba and a pila. And uh, it's a, it took an IE to come up with the rapid pass para pagdaan, isushoot na lang yung, yung QR code, dire na. That's IE. And uh, like, for example, yung uh, vaccination centers, sobrang dami ng pila sa labas, ang haba-haba ng pila. And then inside, you have three doctors. One is working, two are not doing anything. So that's IE. I mean, we try to maximize what if the three doctors are always busy at the same time. You know, how do you do it? How do you balance the line? We, we can do that so traffic, we can do that, you know, a, a, a lot of stuff, actually. If uh, given a chance, if we cannot totally solve the problem, maybe we could find a lot of improvements to, to the problem. Yeah, I just would like to augment what Jerry mentioned about our work during the pandemic. So at the time, Unilab uh, touched base with us and thought that maybe IEs can help, especially during the crucial stage wherein people are overcrowding the vaccine center. So we went to a test case in Quezon City and uh, in their biggest vaccine area center, we took uh, our IE tools and uh, measure the time uh, to process one person from one point to another. And we noticed that there are a lot of people uh, can do vaccine uh, injection uh, and finish it in 12 seconds. But where's the bottleneck? Actually, filling up forms. No, The bottleneck is uh, the queuing is actually happening 
upfront wherein they need to fill up a lot of forms. And then when they go to the next station, there are actually less people attending to uh, the volume of people there. So if you balance the line, it should happen that in a smoother flow, if this can be done by 12 seconds, then the other guy should also be able to deliver uh, their customer within 12 seconds and so forth. So it's a matter of trying to look at it in the entire process flow to make sure that there will be no traffic from the beginning all the way to receiving the vaccine. So we made that kind of recommendation and told them how to do it more efficiently. And hopefully, they can uh, distribute the findings to all the other centers. So, IE can also be helpful in those kind of situations, where like emergencies or the, uh, safety or putting things in order. Traffic is a bottleneck. It's a situation. It's a transportation issue, wherein there are so much elements in place. We have a subject called uh, operations research, wherein you put all the variables in there and try to process the algorithm and hopefully you can find the right combination of what factors needs to be enhanced or improved or the combination of what type of transportation that will come out for say what uh, number of hours no, or certain period. So if we treat it as a, a bottleneck like in a manufacturing company or just like what happened in the vaccination area that it's a, uh, there's a bottleneck, then apply maybe the skill set of IE on how to address them. So maybe we can balance the line by maybe improving the infrastructure or putting the right number of uh, traffic enforcers. There will be synchronicity of flow from one traffic uh, light to another, not to the next. Because if, sometimes if you just observe, there will be less in the other side, more accumulating here because the traffic lights are actually not synchronized. So... Imagine if we can come out with a, a solution to synchronize the traffic with an AI, a, a proper algorithm where it, it can see how it accumulates and then allows the next traffic light to operate in a longer period uh, in order to accommodate the flow and then maybe stop it once the other uh, signals needs to be considered you know, in, to avoid all the other traffic in other places. No? So there could be an algorithm which already done by other countries. So I just came from Taiwan and they tried to solve their problem by coming out with those kinds of algorithms that will measure the volume of vehicles in the street and the time that it happens and how we can actually come out with algorithms that will avoid those kind of bottlenecks. So there could be solutions. No? And uh, the technology is actually there to help us. And as we improve the technology, then the more interaction of machine learning, uh, AI there, and uh, IE, that would be a perfect combination to solve a perfect storm. Can you also share like how far back or what place are we, is the Philippines, in terms of IE all over the world? IE per se, as a principle, as a way of thinking, I think, you know, it's basically the same. What, what we are deprived of as compared to these uh, bigger countries, these richer guys, is that uh, they have tools which are more, you know, more advanced because they have the, the capability. So when you have at your disposal better tools, better equipment, you know, better way of data gathering, you, you, you tend to come to better outcomes. But uh, in terms of the, the principle, the IE principle uh, of how you analyze data, of how you, I, I think, you know, it, it's, I, I should say it's, it's basically the same. The demand for IE is quite high. No? So it's more of the challenge now, how we can 
be more equipped with the changing technologies now happening and how we can catch up in using these technologies in our workplace. But in terms of taking exams, we actually hit initially at 60 with takers, then now we hit about uh, a thousand before the pandemic on a yearly basis. Then uh, after that, we transition into digital exam for our uh, certification program. We are now inching up again uh, after the pandemic from less than 100 now, we're hitting more than 200, 300 takers already. So those are the turnover of IEs that we are looking at in terms of their immersion in the industry you know, after graduation. You both mentioned AI machine learning and all these algorithms. And to the average person, it seems like something far-fetched or something that we don't have yet, something that is far away for us to use in our own engineering. So what do you think can we do to put in place better for these technologies to be used more ubiquitously in our society? We are actually using for some of the technologies that the States or Japan are using way back in the 90s. So, so actually, I think the, the, the concern of IEs really is not like, um, like uh, as I said, we make do with whatever we have on our hands and we try to maximize it because optimization is one of the things that IEs are trained to do. So we don't try to look for stuff that, that is not yet around. But uh, with whatever we have here, we try to do more with less with whatever we, we are given. And um, moving forward, as part of IE's role in, uh, in nation building, it's that discipline, it's that mindset as to how we will quickly adapt or start to be at par with our wealthier neighbors in terms of Internet of Things, in terms of having good internet, in terms of robotics or AI. I mean, I, I think that's, that's beyond me, really. But uh, as IEs, I guess, whatever it is that we have achieved, we have come to, I guess it is the role of IE to try to maximize and uh, to try to make the most out of what we have. The Filipino industrial engineer's concern today is to make do with whatever we have on our own hands and optimize it. It is the industrial engineer's role in nation building to uphold the discipline of maximizing what we have, according to Mr. Lim. This has been another episode of B-Side. Subscribe now and enjoy a new episode every week.